Welcome to Sports Canvas Interviews. This is your host, Jai Mazaria. Cannabis and sports have played a role in each other's lives from the get-go. Surrounded in a cloud of misunderstanding and stigma, today's athletes and sporting leagues are making waves in the cannabis world. Every day presents a new opportunity to break barriers, advocate for cannabis, and use your voice. Let's shift the perception and remember to hashtag break the stigma in all your workout posts. The cannabis industry is evolving quickly. It's becoming harder for brands to create meaningful campaigns, connect with their core audience, and push the needle forward. Contact the reps at www.treehousesolution.com to learn more about the digital marketing solutions they can provide for you today. Sports Cannabis is a platform for athletes to break barriers, spark meaningful conversation with an emphasis on education and awareness. Today, athletes, pro athletes, as well as now sporting leagues, are looking to cannabis in one way or another. For years, pro athletes haven't been able to access a plant that could help alleviate the pressures of a rigorous training schedule, demanding hours and injuries. The traditional methods consisted of a cocktail of remedies that have both short-term and long-term side effects that have proven to be detrimental to these athletes and their careers. Today on Sports Cannabis, we have a unique opportunity to connect with an absolute legend, pro MMA athlete, cannabis advocate, Liz Carmouche. She's currently competing in the Bellator MMA with career highlights that include competing for the Ultimate Fighting Championship UFC in women's flyweight and women's bantamweight divisions. Before Liz turned her attention to the MMA, she spent five years in the Marine Corps as an aviation electrician and completed three tours of duty. Today, Liz is a professional MMA athlete and cannabis advocate, using her platform to promote education, awareness, and amplify the CBD movement. We're gonna get an opportunity to get a better understanding of that pivotal moment that led her to incorporating cannabis, more specifically CBD, for recovery and relief. Liz, it is an absolute honor. It's great to have you on the show. How are you doing and where are you joining us from today? Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, I'm located in San Diego, California. I'm excited to connect with you to talk about all things cannabis, you know, your movement, the work that you've taken on alongside a deep dive into everything sports cannabis. But before we get into everything, you know, it all really started with your love and your passion for the MMA. What was it about the MMA world that ultimately pushed you to make a career out of it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I was, I'd been active duty in the Marine Corps and after deploying to Iraq and trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life post Marine Corps. Uh, in every deployment that I did, I was always striving to try to do something different and to push myself to new limits and to see what I was capable of. Mm -hmm. And a few people that I deployed with recommended that I check out in May. Um, after looking into the workouts and the diet, I really started to want to understand more about it because what I really only knew about it was my experiences with the workout, some of the fights I saw. And in those those few fights that I had seen, I realized there's a lot more skill and games of chess involved in understanding the sport mm -hmm. and so dedicate more time to it. And then when I did, I just realized how much of a connection it made for my life um, and how much I could continue to grow in everything that I was trying to do in all those deployments and seeking new ways to challenge myself. I could do that every day in MMA. For a sport like the MMA, you know, there has to be a real dedication, a real passion and from what I understand, you know, at the inception, sponsorship dollars wasn't quite there. 
Talk to us about how it was when you first started out and what that scene was like. When I started out, I really only had one amateur fight before I went pro. And at the, that low movement of MMA, we're talking people are getting paid $100 to fight. And the cost of medicals was over $1,000. So you're basically paying to fight every time that you go out there. Wow. And so for you to pursue the sport, it really had to be for a love of it. Mm-hmm. For women, particularly for myself, there just wasn't a lot of sponsorship opportunities in the beginning. So getting paid sponsors wasn't really available either. It was usually they gave free merchandise okay. or free products like supplements if you were into supplements. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it really wasn't until I was fighting in strike force and realizing that I was fighting it, at that time, which was the highest level for women in the sport. And I was doing it at, in the biggest organization. And it wasn't until that opportunity and fighting on television that I realized like, Hey, maybe, maybe I can do more with this. Maybe there's real opportunities here and I can do this full time and commit all my time to doing this. Wow. That's incredible. You know, Outside of achieving a lot within the MMA world, you're also a CBD advocate. Today, there's a shift happening, you know, a movement away from the traditional pharmaceutical route to an organic, clean solution that can help athletes recover, deal with anxiety, inflammation, or even get better sleep. You know, you've dealt with an incredible schedule your entire life. You're constantly rehabbing from injuries or inflammation, or you're dealing with sleep and anxiety. When were you ultimately introduced to cannabis and when did you realize the medical benefits? I was a few years into the sport. Uh, I had some fellow veterans that they use cannabis to help treat their PTSD. Um, some of which use CBD, some of, some of which use medical marijuana. And uh, at the time I just, I wasn't educated on it. And I was always trying to find holistic means to stay in the sport and healthy ways to stay in the game and to recover and I just, in the Marine Corps, you're kind of always taught to take ibuprofen and Motrin and all of these prescription medications that are doing a lot more detriment to your body than good. Mm-hmm. Um, and my teammates and people that I trained with knew that that's not something that I wanted to put into my body, that I was always trying to find foods that would reduce inflammation, things that would help with anxiety and help with inflammation, things like that. And they recommended CBD. And at first, I, being an uneducated person, I was really hesitant about actually trying out the products. Mm-hmm. But I saw the change it was making in them and helping treat their PTSD and their anxiety and how they were able to stay in the game with some of the not only mental injuries, but physical injuries that they experienced in combat and how them their use of CBD allowed them to continue to keep training every day. So I thought, okay, well, there's got to be some truth to this. And these are people that I trust. So I, I should look more into this. And after doing my due diligence and doing the research and then ultimately trying it myself, I realized just how wonderful for product it was and I have fallen in love with it. So would you say that moment when you took a deep dive into the research, really surrounded yourself with the education, that was, you know, your aha moment? That was that moment that you decided, I'm going to take this leap of faith. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because I was one of those people that was concerned with taking CBD because in my sport, you can't really, you can't do, you can't take marijuana and THC that will actually get you high and not test positive on, on a piss test and be able to maintain your placement in the sport. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't willing to risk that. Um, And I thought, okay, well, CBD is the same thing and not educated and understanding that it is not the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) And in doing my research, found that out. And then I was like, okay, well, let me give this a go and we'll find out firsthand. And my first experience with it is having a full night's sleep. And prior to that, I, I struggled being able to sleep through the night. I struggled with anxiety and my own PTSD and my body being sore from all the training that I was doing. 
I noticed the next day that one, I got my first eight hours of sleep and I don't even remember the time before that. And then my body felt so good and noticed that in, in weeks to come and months to come that when I would get banged up in training and where normally I would have had inflammation that was ailing me and keeping me from being able to put in the time and energy I needed to practice that I was able to keep going and, and noticing like, wait a second, I just got elbowed in the body or elbowed on here and it's not bruised and it's not inflamed. That That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And notice the, the correlation between my ingestion of CBD and how it was helping my body in correlation to how my body was feeling and being able to perform better. You know, you're talking about that aha moment, that moment that you took that leap of faith to start to use CBD to implement it for recovery and relief. We've had the opportunity to speak with other cannabis advocates and legends that also share very similar stories to yours, and they allude to the misconceptions of cannabis. How prevalent was that scene in past years, and has it grown in popularity? When I first started training, it was not prevalent at all, Um, especially once I got into Strike Force and then into the UFC. I didn't see anybody. Everybody had that same fear that if they used cannabis whether it was THC or THC-free, that there was a potential that you're going to get kicked out of the UFC. And so most people weren't willing to take the risk. Most people weren't familiar with CBD. And as we started to evolve in the sport, and I would say really around the same time that I was introduced to CBD and its benefits, is when I, I would say about a year after that is when I started to notice its evolution into mainstream media and see it more prevalent in my training partners and i know that i try to educate the people around my, around me as much as possible to let them know the benefits so that they could gain the same benefits that i had and that's when i really started to notice the differences the more often that i had uh, products that i could help share with them and the more that they spoke about it and they gained the benefits that it started to just spread like wildfire and i would say it's really in the last few years that i've seen it gain its popularity and prevalence everywhere by everybody. There's not very many people I know now that don't use CBD and seek its benefits. You know, something that we've discussed quite a bit in this conversation is that the schedules are just demanding. You know, we're talking about nonstop training, the pressure, it's immense. And something else that you've highlighted are issues surrounding sleep, anxiety, constant injuries. Where do you find cannabis helped you the most as an athlete? The most that I found that it's it's helped me as an athlete is one and being able to sleep better at night. I, I mean, we we all know that the benefits of being able to sleep and how that helps your body. You need that rest. And then the second being is the inflammation, the reduction of inflammation. Inflammation is something that can impair your body and ultimately lead to injuries that will keep you out of the sport. So being able to get a good night's rest and having it reduce the inflammation in my body has helped me and benefited the most than anything else. I think for myself, I actually share a very similar journey in the sense that it really helps with inflammation and achieving optimal sleep. You know, one thing that I've spoken about quite a bit on this show is the evolution of cannabis, the new technologies in place that provide new offerings and entry points for consumers. And the education is at the forefront. Talk to us about how you've integrated cannabis into your life and what solutions you're using today. I've implemented it a few different ways. I do tinctures twice a day. So in the in the morning and in the evening, it's part of my routine. And I, I do it first thing when I wake up. I have introduced the salves and being directly on site to anything that's happened and occurred in training where I noticed that I took a hard hit or something where I put it on there to reduce the pain as well as on-site inflammation reduction. Mm-hmm. And then at night to help me sleep, 
And they're just, those are the, the biggest ways I've kind of introduced it into it is having those tinctures and having those oils. I've even done uh, MCT oils into, that have CBD in them into my coffee and done like bulletproof coffee. So I have that midday on that when I really need another hit of CBD to help me get me through the, the next training practice. You know, it's funny that you say that. I've actually spoken to a handful of other athletes that have shared a similar story where they integrate CBD into their coffee for the morning or midday, and it really helps mellow things out. Are you finding the same thing for yourself? Yeah, because uh, one of the biggest things I noticed, and, you know, when you train a lot, I'm, I'm working full-time, and I also train full-time, is I can do everything I want to with proper nutrition and proper recovery, but I'm still stressing my body by doing maintaining two full-time careers mm -hmm. and so we're midday where some people nap i'm just not a very good napper so i turn to caffeine and the last thing that i want to do is have a stimulant that's going to keep me up late at night so i go into the same issue of not being able to sleep so one of the things i find is having cbd that helps reduce the intensity of the stimulative of caffeine mm -hmm. so what it does is it helps draw out the the stimulant and helping me maintain that energy but not having that spike we have the intensity with caffeine and the crash. It just keeps a nice level energy mm -hmm. that goes on for a few hours. It helps you maintain into my evening shift. You know, I think it's an incredible time to be a part of this moment because it provides a real opportunity for society, policymakers, and athletes, as well as the medical community to create change and provide a new social identity for cannabis. You know, we've talked a fair bit about normalizing the plant. Why do you believe having an open and transparent conversation will ultimately push the plant in the right direction? I think with anything, you have to have an open conversation. You know, uh, the more closed mind we are about anything in society, all that's going to do is just lead to a lack of education and people creating stereotypes and closed mind nature that isn't going to allow people to see the benefits of anything. I think... You know, it, that's just what we have to do in society to step forward in evolution of anything is have an open-ended conversation, mm -hmm. be open-minded to the possibilities. You can have your own opinion, but listening to the possibilities that are out there are going to allow more things to happen. I think this is one of those topics is it had such a, a huge stigma around it and so many people were hesitant to see the medical benefits of it. But we have to have an open conversation to start to see what it can actually offer um, many people as well as those that are in dire need of medical help. You know, we're talking about this change. And at the moment, the United States is still a ways behind with policy changing. There's an opportunity to shift the dialogue and foster the movement and push for an equal playing field that will ultimately allow people from all communities to share an equal opportunity. You've spoken about being a part of the Marines and vets reaching out to you about cannabis talking about their stories, their journeys. Today, the Marines still has a strict standard around cannabis, CBD, and hemp-based products, you know, even shampoos. Do you think that perception will ever change? And what do you think needs to happen? You know, I certainly hope, hope that it does because uh, one thing that I realized coming out of the Marine Corps and I see with so many veterans, I was just talking with one the other night, is he, he did the same amount of extent in the Marine Corps that I did. Uh, he only did two tours, and he was just saying that in that short stint, how his body felt, and that he still sees uh, the ailments from those tours for Iraq, and he just doesn't understand how I could have done three tours for Iraq and be involved in a combat sport and still be doing it for over a decade. He's just he was confused, and one of the things I told him is CBD, and he he was one of those people that heard all the signals about it and was super hesitant about using the product, and. All I could think was what he would gain by trying to make that change and, and having an open mind. And 
not just himself, but so many other Marines. And I've had active duty Marines reach out to me like, hey, you know, I've heard everything you said about CBD. I really want to be able to use that. Do you think I can do it in the Marine Corps or will I get in trouble? It's like that's that's so such a sad thought that they have a product that isn't isn't going to do anything. It's not going to impair their judgment. It's not going to impair their ability. All it's going to do is benefit their lives, and they can't even do that. And, you know, it's having these open conversations. And I think when you start to see more large organizations like the NFL and the NBA, when they start to change their approach and have those open conversations and start to allow it in their sports, I think those are usually the first step is when you see an NFL player that's allowed to do A, B, C, and D, it starts to open up other places where it's allowed to happen. And I think when that starts happening, that places like the Marine Corps and, and the other branches of the military will start to allow their service members to take products like CBD. You know, I couldn't agree more with you. I think that it all starts with sports. I think from there, we're able to see a massive ripple. And you know, something that you and I have talked quite a bit about during this conversation is that cannabis has been played with societal issues, which has really led to a massive misconception. You know, what I've noticed is a lot of companies talk a great game, however, they lack the follow through. We're seeing a lot of unique groups and platforms shed light on clemency initiatives that they've taken on. You know, how important is it that we focus on which legislation is being applied today as well as what is being applied in the future? I think it's really important that we have to do that. I mean, in general legislation, being able to have that knowledge with anything, the more that we educate ourselves, uh, the more that we're going to understand the world around us. So the more that we understand the legislation being put out about cannabis use and its benefits and how people and the policies around it for use of it, um, the more that we can be aware of the restrictions that are put in place and how most people can access it. So I think that that's definitely something we need to pay attention to because it could turn into something where it's it's removed and we're not allowed to use CBD again. It's one of those things that goes back to the stigmas that have been placed on it and the restrictions that have been placed on it. We're talking about what needs to happen for the future and a focus on policy change. In an ideal world, where would you like to see cannabis in the next two to three years? Uh, I mean, if I'm having the most ideal idea of where I could see it, it would be that this would be something instead of us going into a medical office and them saying, we're going to give you a prescription for ibuprofen to reduce inflammation that they instead are giving a prescription for CBD. And then that's accessible to everyone um, that we can see it in mainstream sports like the NFL and NBA and more offerings that it's, it's available and not a product that there will be sufferings for the military branches, but offered to everybody. That's ideally where I would love to see it in two years um, to be offered as an educational device in, in medical journals and there to be more research offered for people so that we can start educating everyone about the benefits that they can gain by using this product. Liz, you've done an absolutely amazing job amplifying your mission on several different platforms. You've also established yourself as an advocate, a leader, an entrepreneur, a groundbreaker, and an absolute legend in the MMA world. For any of our listeners that are tuning into today's conversation, if you could leave them with one piece of advice that are following in your footsteps, what would that be? Uh, there, I think there'd be a few different things I say to them. One, be true to who you are. It's so easy in the sport to try and fall into what social media reflects and, and how you can make yourself be anybody on social media and you fall away from who you truly are and the message and the things that you're trying to pursue uh, so I think the biggest thing is be true to who you are. Uh, the other thing, too, is that just take care of your bodies. The only way that you can possibly stay in the sport 
and follow your dreams is if you truly take care of your body and you understand and treat it like a well-engined, a good machine that you want to keep working for you. What you put into it is what you get out of it. Thank you, Liz Carmouche, for joining us on Sports Cannabis today. Make sure you follow her on Instagram at I am girl Rilla. That's Rilla with two L's. And make sure to keep up with her latest initiatives and events. She has some incredible content on her channels. We highly recommend a follow, like, and auto-subscribe. Thank you for joining us on Sports Cannabis Interviews. We truly appreciate the time that you've taken to listen to our show today. Follow us on Instagram at Sports Cannabis to stay up to date with cannabis news, quotes, and subscribe to our newsletter to stay ahead of the game. Our new episode is going to be incredible. We have another legendary cannabis athlete joining us, and it's an interview you definitely will not want to miss. Make sure you like, subscribe, and follow us everywhere. Stay safe and be well, Sports Cannabis family, and remember to break the stigma. Thank uh-huh.